0: Hi, my name is Carol Starr, and I'm an astrologer, and I am so excited to be
1: with Pearl today. Hey everybody, this is Pearl, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Pearl. I am so excited to have you guys here today. We have a special guest, but I want to just update you on a few things. We just got back from our seventh annual pajama retreat, where we had 26 amazing women who came into the retreat And we're so excited to share with us their journey, their dreams and their destinations and where they want to be in their life. And so I can't wait for next year's retreat and we'll share more later how to join us. But today I have a special guest and I talked with this beautiful lady a few weeks ago and said, you should come on the show because I remember growing up and reading the paper when we used to get a paper and reading about the astrology reading for the day. And I just I just love this energy that Carol brings. So I'm excited to introduce Carol Starr. She has been reading astrology charts for over 30 years, and during her career, she has authored two syndicated columns her own radio show tv spots and keynote speaker bringing astrology down to earth and helping us along the way carol welcome to the show today oh i'm so happy to be here pearl it's been a while i'm just i'm really excited i am yeah i'm so so excited so i would love i always like to start out with tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us what led you to what you do today
0: okay and if i put a little humor in it is it okay okay
1: Of course, we all like humor. (laughs) I get silly.
0: You know, astrologers are allowed to get silly too, right? Anyway, I started astrology and I went to school to become, I was going to become a paralegal. And my husband told me, well, that'll last one day. I proved him wrong. I got through to the, actually to the right to the middle of the class and left, left all my books and left. Okay. So a friend said to me, "You, you really need to have a chart done, astrology chart. I said, what is an astrology chart? I, you know, she said, just go get one. And I did. And I was smitten. Okay. And I took the course to to learn all the details about it. And that's in those days, we used to have to put them together by hand with math. Now you press a button online and out comes my my reading for me. And I just felt, you know, I want to do something with astrology. So I hired my best friend to call radio stations and acting as my PR director and I got on radio and that was my first start. And then I had my own, I had a TV show. Then I had my very own radio show. And also I was out speaking. I was call, I would call myself a humorous speaker. You don't want to call yourself a comedian because that's too much pressure, but humorous a lot of leeway. So I would get up in front of audiences and have fun with astrology and get people up and have a good time. And also I love to write. And now today there's a whole new world of the internet. And it is a big change, you know, because in the 90s, you know, you wrote a book or you did something, you made phone calls, you wrote letters, or you sent emails to, and you got to talk to somebody that was so exciting. Today, you got to be able to put that presence online. And I'm learning so much about digital marketing. I thought I knew, I don't know how to do it, but I understand it now. And it's, uh, it is amazing. And there are people out there that really do can help you with it and help you go. And, you know, so I'm excited about that.
1: Oh, my okay. gosh. I think it's so cool. Like, okay, let's talk about you You go to do this class and your husband's like, oh, it's going to last a day. And then you're like, I want to prove him wrong. I'm going to last a few more days than a day. <laughs> I think that's so much fun. <laughs> Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah. I love, I love, love that. And then like, how in- how creative was that to say, I'm going to have my friend call and be, she's my PR person. I mean, we get so wrapped up in business being like, I got to hire this person, got to hire that person. Why not try something different? You, you just never know, you know, where it's going right. to go. And I
0: couldn't afford to hire somebody. and I didn't even have the know-how. That was, you know, that was quite a few years ago. There was a whole different world out there.
1: Right. You know, yeah.
0: and um I just felt she was good and she got me on the show and, you know, and it, it started me off, you know, and it took a while. It did all happen at one time, but I was very tenacious and I stuck with it. And today, all that that's some doesn't quite work. You've got to figure out how to be tenacious. It doesn't help just to be.
1: Yeah. You know? and, and I love it. That's such a great reminder for our listeners that are listening that it doesn't always work out the way we want it to. And it's okay to try something different like you did with your friend, right? And, and. It's, it's okay to fall forward, as I have a client who likes to call it. She likes to say, I'm going to fail forward. It's okay to do that because then you learn when you pick yourself back up, you learn what's worked, what's not worked. And it doesn't always work out the first time, right? No, or the second
0: or the third or the fourth. And I've learned, you know, in my work career, I've had a lot of different businesses along the way a lot. And I know that the percentages of things working out are not always good, and so I move on to the next. Okay, this isn't the right thing. We'll figure another way out how to do it. Yeah, and, and you know I am on TikTok, you know, and I was just kind of struggling along. I thought, what am I going to do? And I was doing some videos. They didn't work. Huh? I thought I got to come up with a great title, and so I thought the most beautiful woman of the zodiac, up to four million views. That's awesome. the, That started me off, and that's where I get all my business. That's where people find me.
1: That's fantastic, and how creative and different! I, uh, that to do that on TikTok, and that's that's really what's really great. I think for we have to remember, like when we are starting our businesses, we don't have to copy somebody else. We can be our own selves. And also find a way to be creative about it that is, you know, catchy or whatever you want to say. And, you know, for you to say the most, I, I just love that. Like, And I love that you're saying that affirmation. I'm the most beautiful astrologist out there. I just love that you're putting that out to the world as well. So tell us, like, okay, so your friend came to you and said you should do this astrology thing. but And you started it. But tell us why. What's, what's driven you to continue? it? Because how many years have you been doing this now? Over 30 years? Yeah. So, because
0: I wanted to be well-known. And I wanted to get the word out. And I didn't realize how powerful astrology was at the time. And it's taken a lot of years. And sometimes I can't believe some of the stuff myself because I think, you know, it's been around for two, three thousand years or whatever. It's got to work, you know, and a lot. There's always a few that kind of like, oh, they don't believe in it. And they don't. And that's fine. Okay, because we have a lot of modalities out there to follow in life. And we are in a spiritual time right now. And spiritual is a big word where it wasn't 10, 15, 20 years ago. We are all, I will tell you that the charts that I do are people, all ages. I get from 15 up to 65 or 70 or whatever. And they're all stuck. And they all want to know why their lives aren't working. They don't, they want to know what to do. They are confused. And this is another way to kind of figure out the path. I you know and, and, yeah so I like to help my goal is to help people and of course everybody likes to get paid for what they do because I feel I honestly I hate to say this if you give away services they're just not appreciated
1: oh my gosh I so second that I mean you I it's often I might have clients who are getting something for free and they don't show up to the appointment because they have no skin in the game right they're like oh well exactly. yeah, yeah no yeah. it's so true so let's go back to energy spirituality and how all different ages I totally agree with you. There's so much talk now about the energy and the, you know, the empath and the spiritual, you know, spiritual stuff or, wow. or you know, or the higher, higher power on all that stuff that we, we were hearing a lot about. And, you know, for, I always say, you know, for me, you know, my belief is of course in God. And I believe that he's created all of us to have this talent. Right. And, and we don't, tune into the talent like what you're doing with your astrology we don't turn tune into the talent we cheat ourselves but then we cheat others from receiving the gift that he's giving us and whether you believe in god or the higher power or or energy or whatever that is there's something there that drives you that that exactly right it just gives you that center of that peace and and, you know, I often talk about the mom gut. I, you know, I've, a, I've got a, a great young girl that I love to death and I talk about her, go with your gut, whatever that gut is telling you, that's, you go with. And my boys are, you know. Oh God,
0: I, I've said that and every time I do a reading, you know, when the, the one of the houses about that, follow your intuition and your instincts, because you will know if something doesn't feel right. And so many times. I have gone ahead when something didn't feel right. And I always, I don't want to use the word regret, but I kind of wish that I hadn't do it. But before we go on, I think that's the most important question.
1: Okay, let's go for it. What's the most important question? <laughs> When's your birthday? My birthday is October 20th, 1964. I'm about to be
0: 59 years young in a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. So you're still a Libra. You're just going uh, to stand there. Uh, and I'm a Libra too. Yeah. So we're good.
1: Yes, yay. we're good.
0: Yeah, we're the best sign of the zodiac. Actually, It's the only sign that nobody says anything bad about. I love it. (laughs) I mean, you know, Scorpios are, oh my God, you know, and Virgos are, ah, you know, all the different (laughs) comments that come up, come up all the time. So I needed to know that. I know there is a spiritual need today and there is a need to find answers. And I, I know the difference between that and 20 or 30 years ago. It's a huge, huge difference, right? You know, people were busy and now even even no matter where they are in life, whatever their walk is in life, whatever their talk is in life, it's all about spiritual. And you know that when you go on different sites, even on Facebook or any of the social sites, spiritual has become the key word of, of our language right now. Because yeah. I think people are afraid. The world is in a kind of a scary place right now. I'm not talking political, I promise. I don't do that. Um, But there's just too many things happening that we're afraid and inflation is high and we're scared. So what they need answers or help. Yeah. And I can't solve their life problems, but I have people directed them on a better path. And that's my goal, directing on a better path. No, I'm not going to solve your problems. You have to do that.
1: Right. You have to put why in the words,
0: you, right? Yeah. Yeah. But why don't you try this? Or why don't you go for this? And I'll tell them they have a strength in an area and they're all excited about that. Yeah. You know? And I get follow ups um, and people feel better about life. They're doing things. And, you know, I also work on the psychic line. Just I wanted to mention that. So I get calls where I deal with I have to solve problems in three or four minutes. Wow, because they want to get off fast, you know,
1: that that brings up a question I have. So tell me, is there a difference between an astrology reader and the person who is like that psychic or medium?
0: What is the difference? Yes, totally. There's several types. Really, there's a tarot card reader. You know, and there's the psychic and it's psychic ability comes in different forms and shapes. I'm one that I can look at somebody and I or I hear their voice and they tell a problem. I know what's going to happen to them. I just do. I can't. But I can't say I can't go point. Oh, this is going to happen. But I don't I don't do that. Right. And really, um, you have to be in tune with a person to be psychic.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the astrologer, we read the chart, but also I'm very empathic. So I, you know, I feel people. I know I walk into a room. I know what's going on with people. And when they open their mouths up, and I always tell my friends, never tell me anything unless you want, if you don't want me to forget it, <laughs> because I do remember the stupidest details. <laughs> I mean, you wore a pink dress ten years ago, and they say blue. I know you wore a pink dress. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I'm glad you clarified that because I do remember. Like the other thing too is um, Carol is that when you. So when you are working with somebody or do, reading the charts and things like that, and if you see something that's kind of alarming, you know, I'm going to kind of give you an example. Oh, so you, let me give you, me you an example. Sorry. So my my I'm mother-in-law. What was that?
0: I'm sorry. We have a con- we have phone lines that ring back and forth on our phone. So I'm oh to no, phone you're
1: off. good. So so okay, my mother-in-law, good. she in um two in 1997, I believe it was. Yeah, my son was born in 97. She had gone, you know, my father-in-law was ill. He had had an open heart surgery. And um, in her town where she lived in Niagara Falls, she went into the shopping mall and there was this, I guess there was a psychic in the mall or whatever. So she went in and she called me later that evening. She was your, your your dad's gonna your dad's gonna die i'm like mom what why are you talking like that what's wrong with dad like i'm thinking something's happened they're going to the hospital or something she's like no i just went into the mall and i went and saw the psychic and she told me my you know that he's gonna die and i'm like listen stop stop i said you know i don't know this person but typically when that happens they don't typically tell you bad things like that right and so right. i for fun had gone to a psychic and i lived in virginia at the time so there was a psychic that um, a friend of mine introduced me to that i guess she would worked with um uh, John Walsh, when um, from the, the, the he lost his son Adam, and he was doing that finding missing children thing, and so my friend goes, "Come on, let's go have fun." So I remember going to her, and I just I walked in there and said nothing. My friend's like, "You can't, don't say anything at all. Just sit down, she'll talk to you." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So I walked out of there, and my she told me that my sister was going to have a boy, and I knew my sister was pregnant, but I had no clue what she was having. She said she's going to have a boy. And then, um, so I said my mother-in-law and it came true. My sister law did, my sister did have a boy.
0: So but she had a 50, 50 chance there too.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But I mean, she didn't know my sister was pregnant. So that was, a, you Oh, know, okay. Baby. That's pretty so, amazing. Yeah. So yeah. that was pretty amazing. Like I didn't, I said nothing. She's like, you have a sister. And I didn't say like, you're, she said, and she told us when we sat down, I'm going to ask you questions and don't respond. Right. So don't answer me. So you're supposed to just sit quietly. So fast forward, I said to my mom, I go, listen, I went to psychic. It was fun. I don't know, but I want to put your mind at ease. How about we take a ride when you come visit? We'll just go visit her. Right? So we went and I told my mother-in-law, don't say nothing. Sit down. Let her, let her just talk to you. Right. And so she comes out and it was, it was funny because she's like, so why didn't you tell me? I said, tell you what? Your news. I'm like, what news? She's like, that you're going to have a child. I'm like, um, when am I having a child? I'm like, anybody could say I'm having a child. She goes, no, but before the year's over, you're going to have a child. I'm like, um, mom, this is like, this is like, you know, like may or something. It was, there was no way in nine months I was going to have a child. Right. And I said, well, I think you better call your a daughter. Maybe, maybe you got the wrong daughter, you know, cause my mother-in-law was like a mom to me. And she, I said, you better call Amy. Cause it might be Amy that's pregnant. She just hasn't told you. She said, no, no, no. I said, mom, but what did she tell you about dad? Did she say anything about dad? And she said, the only thing she said is keep an eye on his health. I'm like, okay, well, we'll keep an eye on his health. And we just left it at that. Well, a couple of months later, like six weeks later, um, my father-in-law passed from heart challenges. Um, and that was in July and August. We got the phone call about my son was available for adoption. So we went, you know, this lady, she told, you know, what she said was, you know, absolutely came true and everything. But I always wondered, you know, about astrology versus psychic. And okay. so my question to you is, Carol, my, my question though is, would like, Truly, like I was really disturbed that this lady had told my mother in law that my father in law was going to yeah, die, right? And then, then, you know, they put this heaviness on some of this worry, right? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Okay. First of all, there are some wonderful, absolutely wonderful psychics, and there's a lot of phonies out there because it's so easy to be a phony. You know, I can tell I, I won't go into that because they can watch your eyes when you're talking. You, they have all kinds of tricks. And I believe in the really top psychics. And at, in a moment, I'm going to tell you about how, um, my mother was channeled. It's really that she came back. I'll tell you about that in a second, because that's always fun. And as far as astrology goes, I don't look at everything. I don't look bad or good. I don't do a chart with bad or good. I do a chart with challenges and good things and, and talents and abilities. You know, there's a death thing that shows up every two years and people don't die every two years. There, I don't believe in that. I think there's a time, you know, all the planets are retrograde. And there's challenges, you know, and I know that in the month of August, people had so many relationship problems because Venus was retrograde. That only happens once every 18 months you know, and when I do readings, I have actually have people, I have, they're on call. I've on call sort of, they'll call up, am I going on an airplane? Is it safe? I'm going to the doctor. Is this good? You know, and they'll just call me for different issues that they have. And I look up out of the chart and it's right most of the time. And astrology is about following that map of the planets. I like to do that. Of course, I'm empathic and I, I ask people every time I do a reading, What do you want to learn? I don't want to just read your chart. I'm reading you. So let's say I've got a difficult relationship and I have, I want to know what school is going to be like. I want to know this. They have questions about their life. And there was one relationship I kept feeling she should get out of it. She should get out of it. And so, and I told her the reason you need to get out of this relationship because you don't really love him. You're staying with him for the wrong reasons. It's an old relationship and it's hard to break up. Because even breaking up with someone you're unhappy with leaves you sad. There's no happy way to end a relationship. So I don't tell people they are going to break up because I don't know that. I only know that it might be. Now, when I do my psychic thing, that's a whole different thing. People will tell me about this relationship and I know it's bad or I know it's good. I just feel it. I can talk about it. And I tell them the best way to handle it is from human nature. Okay. When a guy isn't paying attention to you enough, don't be texting him every day. Wait till he comes forth and he will. It's a physics law and they always do. Okay so I, I you know I'm I don't say that oh on June 14th that this is going to happen or that's going to happen I can't do that human nature is very tricky and so is the universe now the the one you went to that's pretty amazing that is a real a psychic from a different type of that feels everything knows everything and they also the police department hires psychics I believe all this that's not my kind of psychic but I help people I have a list of people that feel thank you and they're grateful to me for, for what I do because I just a lot of it is common sense a lot of it is just I know when something's wrong with somebody I by the I know when my husband I get upset or something I can see there's a change in a little tiny change that no people other people wouldn't notice I notice everything okay I do I I don't always like that but it's there it is there so it is about um telling people that you're going to die what well, you're like programming up I also feel a lot of this is programming right you know yeah yeah so
1: no i agree with you i, I and, and that's why i told my mother-in-law but i wanted to give her peace you know we knew my father was sick so i was like you know in the back of my head i'm gonna like, go well sure anybody can say that because he's sick and if you told her she was sick you exactly know, there's you know, a lot yeah. of a lot of yeah.
0: ease in in what i call psychic cheating
1: yeah oh yeah and the, and the one i took her to like she was in gettysburg i don't even know if she's still around or not but she did work with john walsh on his show and and stuff and i didn't know that till later like my friends like do you understand who she is i'm like i had no clue i just went I said, I just went for the fun of it, sat down and said, okay, I won't say nothing at all. And I talked nothing. She recorded it for you and then you leave. Like you don't, she doesn't have you asking Like literally you say nothing. There's no conversation, which except for her talking to you, which was a beautiful thing. So I, you said something a second ago. So how does that work in a relationship when you are like, have this ability to have, like, how do you, do you turn it off? You can't,
0: you know, I do and I don't. Okay. You know, I, I think it's my hyper nature, just to see stuff and to feel things, you know. And um I don't we've been married a long time and we get along really really well and I would but what I'm sensitive to and what people aren't sensitive to. And this is why people are always surprised when oh the, the marriage is over. Like oh my god, people's behavior changes when something if they're with somebody else or something very subtle changes that you watch for. I mean, maybe Your husband gets up and reads the newspaper every morning, and suddenly he's not reading the newspaper. Or it doesn't mean something's wrong. Or they're suddenly a little more cautious about buying shaving lotion, or their clothes look better. They're suddenly working out a little more. It doesn't mean that, but it can. And also their attitudes change. Either they get cold to you or overly affectionate. Okay, there's just there's just things that people do. They change their. I always know when somebody. I see somebody in a room. I know something's wrong with them or they're angry with me or they're angry about something just by looking at their face across the room. No, it just does that. But I wanted to spend a minute or two on talking about channeling because a lot of people don't believe in channeling, you know, with the dead.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah.
0: Okay. my mother had been dead a couple of years. Okay. So I wasn't focused on it, but I noticed things happening around the house. I thought they kept happening. A picture was slanted. I put down a mug and it seemed like there'd be two mugs out there or just a lot of stuff. So I called up this bookstore. I had a gift basket business in Houston for a lot of years. And I called up and I had to deliver a gift basket there. And I went in and I said, do you know anybody who channels with the dead? They said, no, I got a call back. The woman just happened to come in the store to buy her yearly calendar. And she said to call, she didn't charge me. She came to my office and the first thing she said was, I have pictures of cats all over. Oh, your mother just hates those animals, doesn't she? You know, and where she was talking to my mother, my mother said those goddamn doctors didn't know what they were doing. She was in the room and she said, tell Carol that, um, he tell my kids that I really did my best with them, even though I know it wasn't perfect. But the best thing she did, she says, tell Carol, she has really good taste. My mother used to always say that, to go buy a frame and she'll know what picture to put in it and put a rose in front of the picture. So I forgot about that. And I was buying stuff for my gift baskets and I picked up a frame, it looked really pretty. I thought I'd use it. And I took it home and I remembered and I got this picture out. It fit right in it. And I had a gold rose. And to this day, it is still sitting over there. And, and then mother came back years later, my husband lost his wallet at the store. He went back, lost it, lost it, lost it. Okay. And I think we got robbed in between or something happened, but really quickly is that a couple months later, I was going into my purse and there was the wallet sitting on top of my purse after two months and I would have known it. Yeah. So I do believe that, that people come back. And I also believe that you can, can, if you have the ability but if you ever notice strange things happening around your house, they're back.
1: Because okay. So she... I want to tell you, you're talking about oh. this and it just reminded me. So we lost our son last year in July, July 25th at 25 years old. Oh, so um, sorry. Thank you. And so he, um, he used to hate our smoke alarms in the house when the batteries would go off and they'd make all the noise. And he would just like, I hate those things. And because he'd have to change the batteries for us, right? He used to get frustrated. So it was about let's see he passed july it was about the the beginning of the first week of september um everybody had gone home it was just chuck and i in the house it was quiet it was a wednesday morning. i'll never forget it was a wednesday morning i was going to my network meeting and the smoke alarm in our bedroom like chirped and i said to my husband oh we're going to change the smoke alarm and and we had just changed them like he said i don't understand we just changed them like a month ago like just before matthew passed like i don't know what's beeping that means something's wrong with it right so i came home and and I said, did it burp? And he goes, I haven't heard it all day. I'm like, okay. So we're sitting there, we're watching a show, we're chit-chatting. And all of a sudden, the one in my bedroom starts chirping loudly. Okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So now my husband can't climb the ladder. So we had to go get the thing. I had to climb up and take it off. We get that one done. We sit down. And the one in my husband's den starts going off. I'm like, what the heck? And then I'm like, all of a sudden, then the one upstairs in my office goes off. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So finally, I said, I, I, we get we get the one up here changed. As we're changing the one up here, we haven't got to the one in the office downstairs because I'm going to have to move stuff. So we said, let's start upstairs first because my husband had to climb the stairs. The one in my office here goes off. We, we take it out. I'm like, I can't get it back in. I put a new battery in. It's still chirping. Like, it would not shut off. I'm like, forget it. Just give it to me. Like Matthew used to do, I'll just take the thing off and I'll just set it in my office. I get down from the ladder. The one in the bedroom across the hall from me goes off. I'm like, what the heck? And finally I said, gosh, darn it, Matthew. Stop it with this smoke alarm. You know he was there.
0: You know he I was knew there. he
1: was there. Yeah. And yeah. so we go downstairs and I'm not kidding you. And for the listeners, you're probably going, this is cuckoo. But I'm telling you, we were putting new batteries in and they were still going off. And it yeah. was like, even we hit the reset, we did everything. I Googled everything. And I finally told Chuck, I said, he just doesn't want these daggone covers on this thing. And we both decided we have another smoke alarm system in the house. We both decided, fine, Matthew, we hear you. We're going to take them down for whatever reason. But I told my husband, I go, that's his energy in this in this house, right? Well, it's often when they're in a
0: limbo. Hasn't, yeah. Is there any reason that he didn't want to go on to heaven, which you feel?
1: Um, I feel like because he left so fast because it happened so quickly. I think he had a lot of things that he was worried about us being behind Um, he had, it was a DUI that he passed in. Um, so he had, I I think that, that unsure of how we were going to be, I think is what the challenge was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think, I I feel like my mother was in limbo. She said she didn't want to go to heaven because her horrible relatives were there. I thought (laughs) you have to know my mother to know this is just like her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I do believe they come back. Yeah. And often come back when they're not ready to go on to their, to the final step. Yeah. And yeah. Because we lose our skin, we lose our bodies, but we don't lose our spirits. Right. And I think our spirits go on. And I don't know that I believe totally in after time,
1: lifetime, but
0: we can't know for sure.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. We can't know, for you sure. know.
0: But I do feel there is, there could be something for us that's totally different than we know of. Certainly probably a lot easier because, you know, life, no matter how good life is, girl, it's not easy.
1: No, absolutely, it's definitely not easy. There's challenges every day in our lifetime, and you know, there's having coaches. Whether there's coaches like myself or astrology coaches like yourself, it's really important to have that in our lives so that we have somebody to, you know. I mean, it used to it was such a taboo back in the day to go talk to a therapist. It was such a taboo to say I, I'm. Asking oh God, someone. yes. And today, it's it's. It's so accepting, which I think is a beautiful thing to accept that I might need to go talk to a therapist, or I may need a coach, you know, some people truly believe strongly that it should just always be a therapist. And, you know, I had a conversation with somebody recently to say in a meeting we're in to share that, you know. Therapists help you deal with stuff that was in the past. Like how do you work through the things that happened in your past? And people like yourself and like me, who's a coach, we help see what's happening for you in the future. The, the availability of the things that, yes, we've gone through these things in our life. There have been challenges in our life and they could be horrible things and, and you know very traumatic things as a child or even as an adult, right? However, they don't have to define who we are. They don't have to hold us back. And if we can have somebody that can help us see and feel that the future is bright and there's opportunities for us. And And to step out of that fear that's keeping you from putting that first step forward, I think is so, so important. And whether it's you know somebody, somebody sitting down and having a conversation with you and your abilities that you have, or sitting down with a coach like myself to say, help me create the roadmap To the life that I want. Where do I?
0: Astrology is a roadmap. I tell that's the first thing when I do a video report, is that I said, it's a roadmap. You're in your car, you go left, you can go right, you can make a U turn, or you can just get out of your car. You have that will to make decisions in life. And I think that's really important. You know, everybody, I have still get this. Uh, Today, people, kids, and adults are very knowledgeable about astrology, but they don't know how to interpret because that takes years. And people tell me they're studying. And I said, I said, don't read your own chart because you will not understand it. I can't, I don't even look at my chart. You have to know that there's so many factors involved. And also they say, well, oh, Uranus is now, so my world is falling apart. I said, there's nothing to do with Uranus. It has to do with you. Right. I mean, right now, like, I do believe, you know, like Saturn is retrograde. And when the planets go retrograde, it means they appear to be going backwards. So whatever the sign they are. And when and we had like a month here where everything is retrograde. So people are having some issues more. And of course, and by November, when Saturn goes in direct motion, a lot of things will will help out, you know, people's things out in life at that time. Right. And um, I don't like people to live by one planet or two planet or what's going on. You still are yourself and you can still control. Yeah, things are going to happen. But, and I'm not so sure that astrology tells you exactly what's going to happen. It's going to tell you that this might not work for you right now. Right, right. You know, I tell people, don't make decisions this month. This is not a good month. But I said, plan, think, and wait, because an opportunity may come along where you may change your mind. Do I follow this advice? No.
1: (laughs) I think that's great advice, though, okay, so yeah. and, and I think that's really important, too, Carol, that we that we remember that, because plan, think, and wait, because sometimes we plan something, we think it out, and we want to rush to it, and I think overall in life, that's great advice is to plan something out, think about it, wait, and then even to take to the next level, was like, Ask somebody, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm feeling. How, you know, what are you seeing for me? You know, and and I think it's powerful that's when we do those things because like you said, we don't want to rush into things and you know, that's your that's your jam is to study those things. I don't know that part, but I do know that for me, when I'm working on myself and even work with my clients, I'm like, let's think out. So if you were to go this way, what you know, what are some of the pros and cons of that action and what are some of the pros and cons of this action, you know, and then and then look at them then look at the big picture and ask yourself, you know, what are my three options and pick one of the options and and go forward. Don't look back and say, Oh, what if I changed, took that option? Or what if I went that way? Or what if I watch this, you know, part of my, my astrology map? No, just, you know, step into it. And like you said, it's us, you know, we are the, we are the ones who are responsible for our actions, you know, and and a lot of
0: people don't feel that way. You know, you know, a lot of people that they're always blaming they're always looking for well as soon as this a big comment is as soon as this happens, this is gonna get better. And it doesn't work like that because That's even true. when it happens, it sometimes the catalyst is that it hasn't. Right. You know, I right. remember um this couple together and they were in love. And they, I put I think I fixed them up. And they he had a girlfriend who was always an ex-girlfriend who was always stalking him and doing it. it was really exciting. The girlfriend got out of the picture and the relationship ended. <laughs> Mm. the catalyst of the relationship was that that excitement and secret stuff and once that was over with their relationship didn't survive and I think that we think as soon as we get a new house we're going to be happy or as soon as we buy that new car life is going to be good or as soon as we get that check we're going to be rich life is just you know if you get out of that mode and I work with people that are always Waiting and wondering, whatever. And life is going you just have to sit back and say, I'm just living. Right. You know, um, I'm a big fan of uh, Abraham Hicks. Are you familiar? No. Oh my goodness. Well, check that out. Check out Abraham Hicks' animated videos on YouTube. It's, it's the power of the, the uh, you know, attraction. You know, it's, gotcha. it's the, the law of attraction. And the, the secret in life is about. They just feeling. Don't wait. Don't. Oh, I want my business to grow. I want my business to grow. It's already grown. I right. feel how it would be if all the. You know, it's a whole interesting concept. Been around a long time.
1: It's sort of approach. Be- I like. I talk about. Oftentimes, we talk about affirmations, right? And saying affirmations. Oh, yes. And I say this. I, I, I. A friend of mine, Kari, introduced me to somebody. I can't remember her name. It's, it's escaped me. But and I love to share this now with my work with my clients is, you know, we get up in the morning, we look in the mirror, we say, I'm gonna have a beautiful day, or I, you know, I'm I'm I have abundance in my life, right? Or I have my all the money I have is in my life. Well, sometimes it's hard for us to believe that we're standing in front of the mirror going, when you don't feel pretty, or maybe you you're you know, you can't make a make a bill payment. You're like, yeah, I don't have I, I can't pay that bill today. So how do I feel that way? So I love, I, I wish I could remember her name, but I love this, and this is something I've started doing is it asking myself in the mirror in the morning, in what way can I continue to show up beautifully in my life? So then I'm asking my brain to ask the questions. I'm telling my You're brain. Asking, ask asking questions. questions are powerful. Right. Very yeah. And, yeah. Right? and I'll say something like, in, what actions will I be able to take today to help bring abundance into my life? So I'm not saying, because, you know, it's hard to believe it. If you can't pay a bill, how can you stand there and say, oh, I have I of money, right? But if you can ask your brain to say, Show me opportunities that will bring me the opportunity to bring money into my world that I need. You get into the vortex. She talks
0: a lot about the vortex. Yeah. About being in there. And check her out, though. She used to be, it used to be Jerry and Ethel. Jerry died. So, so now she calls it Abraham. Hits. Okay. And That's it's cool. very, she's very popular. And they're short videos, 10 to 15 minutes. That's and awesome. I'll have to check her and, out. Yeah. It's just, you know, I think you'll just kind of, I listen to one every day. And it gets me out of that, oh, God, business is slow today. Right, and because I listen to one, I get an order. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It comes in, and I you know, it. of course, my business is feast or famine, yeah. and it depends on totally on. I'm, I'm, i have someone I'm working with now, so I'm expanding. And another thing is to finding that right person. And I've gone, I've had a few experiences, and I find that if I have a viral video, um, my website gets inundated with orders. And if it's slow on there, then I just have break. I still get business. Right. And sometimes it's too much. Like last month, doing 60 readings a month is a lot.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because each one takes so much time. That's... And I had like 60, so I was exhausted, you know. So that's and... a great
1: question. So let me ask you that question. So somebody comes to work with you, Carol, tell tell our listeners about that experience. Like what can they expect when they come and they sign up to do a reading with you or to work with you? What What's that
0: okay. kind of First of all, I do either a written report. I do a FaceTime or I do, a, I send a video and I start, I go through their chart with the big PowerPoints, sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, and Mars on their chart. And, and I blend them all together. I don't just, you're not just a Libra. You're not just in Scorpio. How does this all work? And I go through the 12 houses. Each house represents another area of your life. And I also keep in front of me the questions that they wanted. Like example, they'll show that they have Jupiter in the first house. So they're lucky with, let's just hype Hypothetically, they're very lucky with themselves with things that they try and they can be experimental and they want to know how well they're going to do if they try a new business and I said you got Jupiter in your house it is not a guarantee work hard be positive and for you it's going to work out and it's an extra and it could work out for everybody but when you got Jupiter in there you know it you're just going to be luckier in life wherever Jupiter appears there's luck and also I do placements like there's a thing called the, the part of fortune and that is from past lifetimes, but also when it appears it's about your path in life. And perhaps it's in your fifth house, your path in life is to be creative. Or the second house, you you should be doing something with money and, and having money work. And the, there's all these placements and the moon has a north and a south node. The north node is about what is our lessons we're learning in life. This is a big one from past lifetimes. So when I see it, your lessons might be with money. It might be with communications. Your lessons might be with yourself. And often it just all, I don't know why it all just kind of works out. You know, I, in the 30 years, I only had, I'm sure I've had clients that were felt that they didn't want to face up to it or wanted more, but I only had one really unhappy client. And she was, I mean, she was, I gave her her money back. It wasn't worth it. She was, I think she planned not to pay for it in the first Mm. place. So I let it go. And I said to her on here, though, I wrote her back and I said, I have a service and I know wherever my name appears. And I said, if I see you bad mouthing me or saying bad things about me, this isn't going to work out well. I was very angry. She was so unhappy about it and so cruel. And um, I, and the thing, the problem with her was is that all oh, she was focusing on she had a stalker or she thought and and that's she wouldn't stop talking about that. So I couldn't I couldn't do a reading for her. Mm-hmm. I asked her questions. She said all you did was ask questions. And well, of course I did, because I didn't know how to talk to her. Right. It was a time. It was a FaceTime.
1: Gotcha. So so when a client has worked with you and they've done you know, walk through the reading and you provided that information. Do so typically they come back to ask for more questions or more yeah. information?
0: I have a thing on my chart on my on my website that they have a follow-up and I, it's a very reasonably priced thing. I said if you have anything special going on in your life like you're getting married or you're you're looking for an important job is it a good time to go for it i actually research it out for you like i do for my my clients and also if you just want to know maybe you have a different relationship you want to know about her i'll send you a a four or five page report on what's going on for the year i do offer yeah i just start offering that somebody honestly people feel after they have a reading that they've learned everything they need to know about everything that's awesome. And I, and I um, see if it were in person, it's a whole different thing. If I were doing readings, I'd say, I want to see you in a year. And I would follow up, but it's it's different when we're doing it this way. Yeah. That's so it. I offer enough variety of readings, and I'm always working at changing things. And I have a special thing that I do the sun, moon, and rising analysis with compatibility for a reasonable price, as a kind of as a, if you just want to learn something about yourself and don't want to spend a lot of
1: money. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, so so I want to ask you a question. So um we love to talk about self-care here. And I love what you you're doing and I love all your work. Well, before I ask you this question about self-care, one question I did have in my mind. Let me go back a second. Who have you ever had a, a celebrity client you worked with? Oh, God, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. And um, yes, let's see here. Who We do, um, oh my gosh, it's been a while I'm trying to think. I have one currently. He's a well-known actor. Awesome. And do the family for them. Yeah. I didn't know who he was until I saw him all over the TV set. Yeah, And <laughs> I have cool. directors and I have, you no, know, I have people, I have psychologists. Oh, cool. I have that at, yes, I have a therapist that calls me all the time. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's I awesome. know. And I was thinking back on readings oh yeah I did you probably don't remember Chris Everett uh-huh yeah and Stephanie Tallis and the whole ten I was in Phoenix I was their uh mascot for the ah. tennis game so I did all their readings yeah and, and I've done um a lot of Oh, I should say TV and radio people that were in Phoenix. I did their readings for them a lot. Awesome. Too.
1: I love that. So yeah. I remember I used to do bill collections. I used to do collections back in my day before I went off on my adventure. And yeah. um, I, I did um, collections. So, you know, they didn't pay a bill. And let me tell you, we had we had some actors and actresses there and they were they're interesting. they were interesting breeds. So I just was curious to and I won't say names yeah. here, but they were very interesting breeds. So I love that you're doing that. So I want to switch to you for a second. So Carol, you're doing all this wonderful things and, you know, giving the people and helping people, you know, find their places in their life and answering some of their life questions. What does Carol do for herself for self-care? What's your favorite thing to do for self-care? Play poker. Oh, play poker. of course, they close all the poker down. And
0: I also, um, I do take care of myself. Okay. And I, my treat every day, if I'm home, if I don't go out to lunch, I try to go out to lunch a lot and get away from, and of course we can, I can control my hours pretty much. Right. I have to tell you, I like to Hallmark movies.
1: Ah, That's so Uh, funny. You talk about that. My mom is getting ready to move back here with us to from California to Florida. And my husband and my mother, when she was here visiting, they would watch Hallmark movies. And I would look at my husband going it's the same actor and actresses in every movie. It's <laughs> like every I know, but you know story. what's so
0: good about them? I do it when I I go in. I take an hour and a half break, and I've seen so many of them more than once. I hate embarrassed. <laughs> but they end. Ha- they happy.
1: They're happy endings. Yes. Who wouldn't wa- want a Hallmark? I, I movie. want a happy ending. everybody wants a Hallmark life. Everybody
0: wants a Hallmark life, and I have seen some of them several. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my mom was here and um it was in june i believe it was it was june my mom was here june and july and um they were doing christmas in july that's it was july christmas in july and hallmark and i would come down I'm like really mom like come on <laughs> but her and my husband that was her thing was to watch hallmark movies too yeah it's my time i would never sit
0: down and just watch them it's it's my specific time of day that i do and also i do work out i mean i work out and not as much as I used to. I mean, I was very, I was an athlete with, you know, winning medals and trophies and everything and racquetball, tennis and skiing. I walk and I work out with weights and I meditate. And I also, I do, I do a page of manifests every day. I write about my, how I'm grateful and what I have. And also I do manifests for uh, clients too. And I have a special one and the ninth, when they have the ninth house, that's the house of philosophy. I give them a manifest to help them, whatever problem they have in life. Like I'm a good and wonderful person. I'm following my best path in life. I'm a good and loving person. I have my perfect relationship. And I tell them to write it three times in the morning, six times at night and nine times, not six times in the afternoon, nine times at night. That is a, a numerological lucky path to follow. Awesome. And also think about them and say them to yourself and believe them. And you say things enough when you, you know, here's one of the interesting thoughts. If you say, I'm going to quit doing that, I'm going to quit smoking. So what I've done is I'm focusing on the quitting on the smoking. Right. Instead of saying, I am going ahead each day and I'm not smoking anymore. Right. I'm not smoking. I love that. That's, I mean, awesome. yeah. you, that's her whole theory about Abraham Hicks is that to focus on, oh, I'm never going to call those clients again. And that becomes, you think about it. You have a bad thing happen with something, you focus on it. Right. And I'm just learning this. I'm trying, because, you know, life is a whole learning process. We never get there.
1: Yep. It's always continuing
0: learning something new. Yes. And you wake up and we all have, you know, like you told me about your son. I have a son who's alive and well, but he hasn't spoken to me in 15 years. Mm. So it's almost like he's not there at all because he's never going to talk to me again. Nothing I did. Nothing I did personally, but I went through a lot of therapy. You know, and I found out, you know, it had nothing to do with me. And, um, and he's very good friends with his father who was abusive. So yeah. they always say the abuser is always elevated. Absolutely. And not, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I know what that pain is, even though he's still alive. And leading a good life, you know, yeah. and well, and um, he was learning disabled and couldn't, uh, didn't think he graduated from high school. He has a PhD today.
1: Oh, congratulations. That's yeah. awesome. What a great. That's so
0: a- I know he's got a good life and I'm grateful, but he's not part of my life and never will be again. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's the way it's going to be. Right. So I know what it is. And I don't know. I'm not going to say the death is worse or easier. No, but, but
1: yeah.
0: You understand what I'm saying?
1: Because absolutely. I mean, you, you told, are grieving. You, you have never, a grieving, yeah. I can't You're grieving a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I totally understand. My, my father, um, my son, Matthew, he was adopted. He was born of our heart. He was mixed race. Um, when we did our list, like before we committed to adopting Matthew, we went through our friends and family and who we thought would be around Matthew. Would it be a good thing for to bring a child into these people's into our lives that these people are around us a lot? And my dad never showed up on the list of being concerned. And as Matthew became and grew into a teenager, my parents had divorced and my dad was living with us for a little bit. And I found out that my, my dad was just, just not, not very well. And so I found out later my, my dad married and divorced a second wife. I went to go visit her one time where I was in her town. And she's like, I have to share something with you. And she shared that, you know, you know, you tell your kids, put your stuff away. You always know where it's at. Right. And my son could never find his cleats. I'm like, well, your football equipment there. Why wouldn't you put your cleats with your football equipment? He's like, mom, I swear I did. I'm like, I don't know to tell you they're not there. I didn't take them. Well, come to find out. Because then they would show up. I'm like, oh, you found your cleats. He goes, you must have put them back. I'm like, I didn't do that. Come to find out. My dad was hiding my son's cleats because he wanted to hurt him. He was also telling my son that we should give him back. At a teenager's, we should give him back. He became, very oh, was calling him horrible racist names and all this stuff. So I sat in her driveway for almost an hour and a half trying to figure out how do I process this and the first thing that came to me like I prayed you know I, I, I sat in my car and I prayed to God and said please help me feel help help me see and understand what I need to do and I came to the decision to write my dad an obituary of being my father that he no longer deserved the privilege of being my father because these are my children and if you behave this way to one of my children this is not who I want in my life nor do I want my children to be empowered by somebody with that kind of negative thought. So I wrote this obituary. Um, I sent it to my kids, my my nephews, my brother, my sister. I wrote it so well that my sister actually thought my dad had died. I'm like, no, go back and read it. You send but it to your dad too. I sent it to my dad. Now here's an Good interesting for you.
0: Thing. I like because yes. he is
1: not worthy of being right. a grandpa. So the really cool thing is then I called my son who, you know, I think he was like 16, 17 at the time by now this happened. And I told him, I said, I'm really sorry. And he's, and this is when, you know, you raise your kids really well. He's like, mom, it's not your fault. It's, it's Papa's fault. And that was his choice to do that. Not your choice. And I said, thank you. Well, then years later, he, he said to me, you know, if you ever want Papa back into your life, I'm okay. I'm like, nope, I'm not okay. I made the decision. That's not who I want to be around. And I went back to when my parents divorced. So when my parents divorced, I was in my forties. And I was going through this um, retreat at church and I got to sit down with our pastor. And I said, I feel like I'm being torn between their divorce. And and he said, Pearl, you don't pick your parents. Your parents are picked for you. God picks your parents are. You can love them, but this is your life. These are your boundaries and you have to set your boundaries. And I, that's, and from that day forward, and he said, you can bring them back into your game of life if they play by your rules. And if they don't, it's okay for them to sit in the bench. And so I did that. I did send that obituary to my father. Well, evidently, he never read it because this past year, <coughs> excuse me, this past year, when my mom got sick, he reached out. He he found, because I have not blocked on my phone. He must have found my old business number, which my husband now has. And he called the number and he's like, I want to know about your mom. And I called him. I said, um you knowing about my mom is no longer a privilege or you're, you're not married any longer. And I'm not going to provide that information. And he called me all kinds of names. I said, you know, whatever. So I, I hung up and I called him by his first name. I didn't call him dad because in my, in my mind, he's not my father. And so, um, he called, he must've finally read my message because he's because I called it from my phone and he must've finally, here it is two and a half, three years later that he finally reads a message and he didn't have nice things to say. And I said to him, I go, well, these are your actions. Your actions uh, have results and you did not, um, you, your actions were not appropriate. And then he also, because now he, my son, you know, it's almost a year that my son had passed when he finally reads the message. And he said some nice, not so nice things about my son's passing. And in my head, I said, and my response to him was like, I resent him the obituary. I said that response, why you received this obituary? Because why did he say this there? way about him? Why what?
0: Why did he feel so negative towards him?
1: He, he, uh, my son was mixed race. He became racist towards my son. Oh, okay. Okay. So he became racist towards my son. And I was like, that's not acceptable. And that's why I said, never on our list was my father on that list of who might be racist towards our our child. Because had he been, uh, you know, I mean, I know God brought Matthew to our life for a reason, but had he been on that list, I don't know that we would have adopted Matthew because I wouldn't have wanted to put a child through that. So, you know, for what you are saying about your son, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you're you're going through that. And you are right. It, it is different, but it's still grief. It's just like we grieve yeah. a divorce. We grieve a job that we love. We grieve, you know, a loss of a child, a parent. We have, we go through a grief. They're all different different types of grieving right but we have to I agree to that yeah yeah
0: and it's also one thing is that I read recently don't get too high on your kids or too low on them and they're disappointed because once you bring them up they are people that are gone a year yep. and a and that's it so, exactly. so that, I love that no I yeah, love know that's so I'm to ask you what is your I, this is silly yeah. I don't mean title but how, what is your what do you call yourself? What a coach or how do you? Oh, so you I'm a mental,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm a mental fitness life coach. I help women step into the power of the word "no" to others and yes to themselves, so that they have the boundaries around relationships that they need to have.
0: Okay, so you're a relationship coach. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So I just looked at the clock. Our time is running out, but okay. I want I want us to, um, I always do this, and I already told Carol we're going to do this, so I'm not surprising her. We have our Better Questions, Better Life cards. And you can go to betterquestionsbetterlife.com. These are not my cards. My friend Carol and her friend Diane did these, but I love these cards. My sons um, have a deck of these cards as well. So, Carol, I'm going to shuffle. You're going to tell me when to stop, and we're going to read the card. So here we go. Okay. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. So your card says, how am I expanding my influence? How are you expanding your influence?
0: Wow. That's really good. Okay. Well, I've just hired somebody who is going to really, who understands the digital marketing better than anybody else. And she is going to work at it. It, it, Absolutely. That's one of our goals. We're expanding my influence because I feel, it sounds corny. I feel there's just so many people yet I can't reach that I want to reach. And I would be there if I had, I have to be seen more, you know, and we're going to figure out how to make that happen with, you know, sincerity. Like I said, You know, I love helping people and I love getting paid for it because that also, again, even if it wasn't the money, it's the fact that people I've done free charts before and I always regret it. Yeah. They don't they don't appreciate it. They think, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And they was one person I did a preacher, I was going to do one. She stood me up five times. I said I'm like, Yeah.
1: Right. I right. love you found some. And that's a that's a really good point to end the show, to end the conversation on is that if you are listening to us today and you find that you, there's something you need to help in your life, just reach out because it's it's important to know that you're not alone. Whether it's we have every Sunday evening, we have what's called our Shiro League, where we show up at seven at eight PM Eastern to nine PM Eastern on Zoom. It's a way for us to build our self care, our self worth. Get set goals for what we want for the year. We have finance uh, guest speakers that come in. We have speakers from all different uh, realms of, you know, from your mental fitness, to your 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 uh, uh, spiritual being, all of that stuff. We have that to come in and share. And so, I'm oh, uh, about that. Yeah. So, Carol, will you share how people can reach you? Okay, well, they can reach me on TikTok, of course.
0: And uh, that's astrostar4, A-S-T-R-O-S-T-A-R-R-4. And there's my website. The website's the easiest thing. It is carolstarastrologer.com. You can't get easier than that. Okay,
1: and I want to remind everybody too that when you go, tell everybody TikTok again, because listen, everybody, when you go to TikTok, People try to copy or take what you're doing because when they see you're successful, they want to copy you or they want to steal from you. And I reached out to Carol and I said, "Carol, you have a lot of people who have, are are copying you. So Carol, tell them again what is the correct it, TikTok."
0: Yeah, because and I, I I erase them every day and they come back. It's Astro A S T R O and then star with two R's, S T A R R with a number four after. A lot of them have thirty six underlines to this. Look for Astro Star because that's the
1: that is the correct one. Astro star 44. No, four, just four. Oh, I'm sorry. Astro star four. So make it. sure you're getting the right one. But also like she said, and we'll put all that in the show notes as well if you're listening to us. And I want to thank you so much, Carol, for coming on and having this fun conversation we had today. Yeah. And I, I loved to, it. Yay, I'm glad. And I want to remind all the listeners that, you know, we talked about our pajama retreat. We have spots available for next year's retreat. So you can go to WSLivingRetreats.com. That's WSLivingRetreats.com. And if you want to be around women who are going to uplift you, uplift you and help you find your your radiance by helping you glowing up in your life, that's what we're going to be doing next September 12th to the 16th and you can go online we have payment plans from paying full all the way out to 12 month payment plans. So again, wslivingretreats.com And I just want to remind each and every one of you, again, as you come into this world and you're listening to us today or watching us, you are this beautiful oyster. You're a little rough on the outside, but as we start helping you find that GPS roadmap, you will find your inner pearl of greatness. And I hope you go out today and keep shining that pearl. Have a great day. You've been listening to me for a little while, but I wanted to really explain to you what a shiro is you hear me talk about on the radio show and the podcast often about what is a shiro and what i want you to know is a shiro is you you are listening today and you are a shiro but what do i mean you're a shiro so a shiro is somebody who is strong you are you have so much strength And maybe you don't know it. Maybe you're not seeing it inside yourself and you need help tapping into that. And that's what I love to help women do is to find your strength within and help you pour it out of yourself, help you become the strong person you are. And H stands for happy. You know, we all want to be happy, but sometimes finding the roadmap to happiness isn't easy. And so sometimes we have to help make that deep dive into answering heartful, soulful questions about what does it really mean to be happy? What brings me joy? What do I need to say no to so that I can become the person I want to be and the strong person I want to be that's also happy? And then empowered. You are empowered Just by listening to this podcast that we do or the radio show to be the person that you are meant to be, that person inside, that little girl that's inside just waiting to come out. We want to empower you through our Shiro method to become that strong, happy, empowered person that you are. But it's not an easy step. So, you know, we have to cut through the fluff and the excuses and the drama and the mess so that we can make that progress. Because as we start making the progress, then what happens is you start seeing the radiant you. You start arriving at the level that you've created, that divine roadmap, where you're finally starting to live intentionally. And as you live intentionally, then you realize your strength really is powerful, that your happiness is meaningful. And that you are empowered to pay it forward to others, to do the things you want to do without guilt because you deserve it and because your radiance is showing. And then as you work through that progress, then what happens is you become your original self. You become that authentic you that you're supposed to be. Like You've done that deep, soulful work and you're starting to make that path of satisfaction and that happiness you've been craving. And so you start laying down the foundation of your success when you wake up in the morning, you find yourself looking in the mirror and realizing that you don't recognize your old self anymore, that you you see yourself reflected everywhere in your stride, your relationships, your career, and even your hobbies. So as you align your outward trajectory with that inward path, you start gaining that clarity and that confidence and courage to focus and follow your internal direction. So really, that's what a shiro is. And it's not easy to get there, right? We need to learn the steps to become that true shiro to tap into those superpowers that you have within. And that's why we have what's called our Shiro League. And if you want to join a community of women that are working on exactly these things that we're talking about, that are becoming strong, that are happy, that are empowered, that are radiant and original, that want to tap into the things that bring them joy and say no to the things that don't let them enjoy the things that they want to do. We meet every Sunday evening from eight to nine PM Eastern time on zoom. No makeup. If you want makeup, you can, but just come in to be your radiant self, to be that original person you are. Because really, as you look at your biggest sources of stress, we want to help you with our, our Shiro league and our Shiro method to help you listen to that internal compass so you can start decluttering your distractions and really identify what's really missing in your life. Like what brings you joy and what. We're not talking foo-foo feeling stuff. Like really what fills your cup? What makes you so happy to put your cape on first? And as we do that and you become that Shiro you're meant to be, then what happens is you are radiant. You have created an opportunity to release what you need to say no to so that you can start fulfilling your purpose. So you can start stepping out of your comfort zone and really into what brings your joy. And our Shiro Method roadmap is that crucial step of helping you to live the life you want to be to be that sure you want to be to tap into what it is you deserve to do what it is you've been do- desiring to do and listen if you're a mom and you've got kids and you're a working mom outside the house you're not all about the mom title you are pearl you are Sue you are Jacqueline you are Stella you are somebody that matters and somebody that has goals and visions that deserves, to create that divine roadmap so that you finally begin and, like I said, live your life intentionally. So if you're ready to do that and you want some help with that, I would love to invite you to a free call with me. Just let's talk about where you're at, how you get to where you want to go. What are your goals? What brings you joy? What do you need to say no to? And I would love to help you peel back those layers so that you can arrive at the real answers so that we can cut away the fluff and the excuses and the drama and help you make that real progress. Because we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next 30 seconds. And if you are here and you're listening, then you know that we are about putting ourselves first. We're about putting that cape on first. We're about finding your true authentic self and learning how to overcome people pleasing and start tapping into your superpowers. Because as you tap into your superpowers, you then can take care of those you love, the things you love to do, even better than what you're doing today. Because when you put yourself first, you can become the Shiro that you're meant to be. And your superpowers will help even take care of your family and your loved ones to a much bigger success than you're already doing. So if you're ready to tap into your superpowers and ready to find out how to become your true Shiro, I want you to email me, Shiro at Pearl at WSLiving.com. That's Shiro at Pearl at WSLiving.com. And I would love to help you become the Shiro of your life.